Don't have time for the full theme today. Ray apparently is running out of power. I'm not sure if it's more widespread or it's just you. <laughs> Something about you sent me an email just saying mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. outage. That was me. Yeah, it happened two hours ago, yeah. but is fortunately, it, you? because I was a Boy Scout for an hour. Always be prepared. So I charged up the mm. phone. I charged up the uh, computer when the storm hit. So we got a good seven, eight minutes, uh, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> wow. Sounds like sex night, your monthly sex <laughs> I night. I can't do seven minutes. Anyway, let's go ahead with the show. I've been, I've been holding it in. I've got a good <laughs> six minutes. Let's go. <laughs> what are we talking about? What show is this? What? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy time show. This is the Cold War Show, episode 167, Ray. Uh, Last time we were talking about Tito trying to take Trieste. Oh, the standoff. Yes. The standoff with the New Zealanders in Trieste. (laughs) For people playing at home who aren't very uh, geographically minded, do you want to remind them where Trieste is? Think northeast Italy, um, above the boot of the land that that, um, in the far right top corner uh, connects with other parts of Europe. And so there's that little sliver there. Um, Tito, for whatever reason, decides he wants it. The Allies wanted to deny him to it. But I think we're going to find that Tito is more willing to fight than they are. I don't know if he's bluffing or whatever. But but during those 40 days when these two uh, armed groups are standing and just kind of staring at each other, Tito's men are busy killing Germans, Italian policemen, Italian officials, and other people who might not have been anti-fascist, but they thought that Trieste should stay within Italy. So there's some ugly fighting going on, but as far as a much bigger war, the two sides are just kind of staring at each other, and it's making everybody nervous. Is World War II coming to an end, or is it not? Yeah, the uh, official history of World the British the, the official British history of World War Two says the Trieste crisis blew up with an intensity which at the time suggested that it might lead to the last battle of the Second World War or the first of the Third World War. Damn, mm. damn. Because if, if you are Churchill or FDR, aren't you kind of assuming that? Tito is in bed with Stalin, you know, a fellow communist. Are they going to back each other? So th- this is like with General Patton and other, and other people were saying, it's like, okay, now that the war is almost over with, let's get on with the real war, which is getting rid of communism before it can spread even further. So this is, this is some of people's worst fear coming true, apparently. Mm. Fatso, little piggy, even <laughs> mentioned it in the uh, key line... Yes. Of his Iron Curtain speech, which we would have uh, played I have, normally. I, I have right oh, here. Nice. From Stettin in the Baltic to Trieste in the Adriatic, an Iron Curtain has descended across the continent. There you well, go. Do you, do you know we made him famous since we decided to use that as part of our intro? Because of us, Churchill is now famous. World, world famous. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I have seen that, yeah. 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 The things that we do for people. Um, So, uh, luckily, though, as we said last time, it was over fairly quickly. Tito facing off against the Allied troops, mostly New Zealanders, and back down. Yeah. 
eventually, yeah. partly, I think, because Stalin didn't come to his aid. Yeah. Stalin wanted not just Trieste, but all of Italy yes. to be in the communist fold. But if he let Tito take Trieste, right. which had previously been part of the Kingdom of Italy under mm-hmm. Mussolini, right. um, the, the fear he had was that it might upset the Italian communists and lessen their chances of their own political successes. So he talked Tito right. out of it, right. basically by saying, dude, you're on your own. Right. Like, I'm not backing you up here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even going to tell you about the atomic bomb. We're just going to skip right over that. I know you don't know Tito, but Stalin knows, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking to fuck with these guys. Yeah, just let's say <laughs> they have a Tomike uh, Ombe. <laughs> if you can't work that out... Um, that's not my problem. Boom-ay. I didn't tell you. Boom-ay. I don't know. <laughs> umbe. Umbe. Igbe umbe. Um, now, eventually, something called the Morgan Line was established here, named after Field Marshal Alexander's Chief of Staff, General Morgan, mm-hmm. who uh, was sent to sort of negotiate a bit of a, a, stand, a, a stand down between the New Zealanders and uh, the uh, Yugoslavs. Yeah. The Morgan line was sort of a line of demarcation that was set up. Previously, this area was known as the Julian March huh. before the war. Um, did you know that? No. Uh, was Caesar around at this time or a different? He was, yeah. Okay. He was, no, I, I vamp- Caesar's a vampire, as we've well established in our <laughs> Caesar series. <laughs> He marched there, said, I like this place. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here. Right. Make no, I, I don't know why they called it the Julian March, but um sounded cool, I guess. <laughs> um, so uh, after World War II, after, this, after they all stood down, this was sort of the border. The Morgan Line was the border between two administrations. You had the Yugoslavs took the east section of this area, Right. And the Allied military government took the right. Um, the Yugoslavs had Istria and the Slovene area. The Allies had the city itself, Trieste, right. and the, all the area west of it. Um, but no one was really happy with this. It was a peaceful outcome Yes, on one hand, but on the other hand... No one was really happy with how this went down. Right. The the Yugoslavs, Tito in particular, pretty angry about the whole thing for a whole bunch of reasons, especially after Field Marshal Alexander publicly compared Tito to Hitler and Mussolini. Ooh, that's not how you get on someone's good is, side. This guy has spent the last X number of years of his adult life yes. fighting Hitler and Mussolini, losing a friends. Of, yes, a lot. Uh, getting getting shot himself. Right. Uh, How many offenses now, were there by the Germans? Seven? Yeah. Something like that? Seven, uh, something like that. And now the leading military commander in this region of one of his supposed allies, mm. the British... Yeah. Um, is is comparing him to Hitler and Mussolini. <laughs> because, to be clear, I mean, if you look at a map, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
Uh, mm. I'm not trying to start any shit here, but if no, you look at a map, right? <laughs> if you look at a map of where Trieste is, uh, you said like which which country would, would this normally fall into? You would probably say uh, Yugoslavia. Now, mm. even today, uh, if you look at uh, Slovenia, uh, Slovenia comes all the border of Slovenia comes all the way around and then just skirts around Trieste. Trieste. Right. Oh, it's convenient. It just, uh, it just, yeah. it just skirts just right in that little just, coastline, a little coastline slides. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All that valuable coastline, beautiful coastline, right. pretty coastline. Uh, just you know, it goes well. No, that's not Slovenia. Right. No, you got all of this, everything, everything <laughs> to the east of it, but this beautiful strip of coastline. No, yeah. no, you so can't have that. You, you would think, no. but but no. You would yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is, um, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously this had all been part of the Ottoman Empire. Um, after that collapsed, uh, the Italians came in and right. took a big chunk of it. it. Was the the Kingdom of Yugoslavia? Then the 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 Italians came in and took a big chunk of it. Said, no, 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 we we're having this. Right. We like this. It's yeah. pretty. We like yes. pretty things. We're Italians. Um, we like pretty things like Ray's yeah. wife on his honeymoon, but we don't have to go into that painful memory. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tito, Tito was pretty angry about how all this went down. Um, uh, in large part, angry at Stalin for not backing him. Right. Are you with me or not? Yeah. Yeah. He gave a speech, Tito. Did you hear the speech that he gave? Did you read about this on May 28th? I don't have the details, so please tell me about it. Uh, He went to Moscow, as we talked about in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Came back uh, after all this had gone down and gave a speech from uh, Ljubljana, the new capital of Slovenia, It is claimed, he said, that this is just a war, and up to now we have considered it as such. But we also want a just end to it. We demand that everyone shall be master in his own house. We don't want to end up like Ray, where (laughs) D'Angelo's coming in and just doing whatever the hell he wants. Bunch of violations. That's not right. Right. Violating. Yeah. 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 We don't want someone coming in and banging our wife (laughs) randomly. Not right. Why We didn't fight a war for that. We do not want to pay other people's bills. We do not want to be used as a bribe in international bargaining. We do not want to get involved in any policy of spheres of influence. Why should it be counted against our people? Because they want to be completely independent. And why should their independence be limited or contested? Never again will we depend on anyone. Does, now, I, if I, yeah, Stalin... Yeah. As yeah, you can, yeah. as you can imagine, wasn't yeah. very happy about no, that speech. No. Sorry, you want to do butt in I, there, Mister? I was just going to give a modern interpretation of Tito's speech, something along the lines of, "Hey, I ain't anybody's bitch." And like you said, he'd fought for years. He almost died a couple of times. He lost a lot of friends. And Stalin is probably going, "Well, I, I you know, I got to be honest. I kind of see as my bitch." So. There's there's trouble in paradise, and this is just another one of those little cracks that's going to lead to something bigger later on. But you've got to give Tito credit for having the balls of steel to say what he did, where he said it, and to who 
he said it. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And I don't think it was delivered necessarily only at Stalin. Right. Um, in fact, Tito, when when Tito heard that Stalin wasn't happy, uh, he claimed it wasn't about the Soviets at all. It was about the British. Because mm. what? No, you, no, you no, 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 love you. you. You're crazy. Love you long time. You're crazy. Yeah. Don't know what yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know what you you don't know what you don't know what you're talking <laughs> the about. The translator cra- fucked that one up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sajikov, who was the Soviet ambassador in Belgrade, went uh, to protest the speech. Um, here's a section of the uh, communication that he gave to the Yugoslav government. Government, he delivered to Kardelj. We regard Comrade Tito's speech as an unfriendly attack on the Soviet Union. And Comrade Kardel's explanation is unsatisfactory. Kardel was the one who was going, ah, what are you right. talking about? No, yeah, it wasn't you. He, he didn't mean yeah. you. No. no. Not you. Um, the public here understood Comrade's, T- Comrade Tito's speech in the manner stated, nor can it be understood in any other. <sighs> Tell Comrade Tito that if he should once again permit such an attack on the Soviet Union... We shall be obliged to reply with open criticism in the press and disavow him. Ooh. So So right yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not getting along, Mm-mm. the Soviets and uh, Tito. Yeah. And he's already had one example that, that Stalin didn't back him over Trieste. Maybe it's like, okay, if that's how you're going to do it, maybe I am on my own, and maybe I should be looking out for myself. Maybe I don't have someone to look over me, you know, Godfather, whatever. I'll start playing my own game because you weren't there when I needed you. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sajikov went back and reported to the Politburo that Kardels, like a good communist, right. had thanked him for the criticism <laughs> and uh, said it would help him improve. Um, oh, thank you for pointing out my weakness. I will go work on that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. It's like when you edit, and I use edit in, in, in uh, air quotes, <laughs> our podcasts, <laughs> and you publish them. Right. And then I go back and listen to them, and I realize that uh, the audio and the songs is out of sync. Right. And I told you to cut it out, and you didn't yeah. cut it out. Well, I took it under advice. And I sent you an email well, going, yeah. Going, what the fuck, Ray? Yeah. You were supposed to edit that out because yeah. it's out of sync. Oh, well. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If, Sorry. If you want to do this now. Thank you for the criticism. <laughs> Thank you for the criticism. <laughs> uh, it helps me improve. But then you don't do anything about it. You just, well, and then the next episode comes out and it's in there again. And I go, right. dude, yeah. what the fuck? We talked about this. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll do something about that. Thank you for the criticism. It'll have the proof. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. You're basically Tito. Yeah, pulling the Tito. Situation. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. You're okay. a tit. Anyway. <laughs> Almost a Tito, you have, but not quite. You have, you have one job in this relationship <laughs> is to like actually right. edit the shows. Yeah. That's all you do. I feel like, yeah, I let you down. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sajikov also uh, reported that Kardelj begged the Soviets to think of Yugoslavia not as an independent country, but as a future, willing, grateful member 
of the USSR, a future Soviet republic. Right. Here, I'm here to help you. We're here right. to be part of the bigger picture, which you are leading. Yeah, yeah. I, I my, see myself my as, Soviet a, as a toe friends. to your foot. Um, <laughs> anything we can do. I mean, a big toe, don't get me wrong, but... Maybe that's why the Western powers saw Yugoslavia, as they called it in the press, the Soviet satellite number one. So here's this guy giving these signals out, and maybe we're, maybe the Westerners were correct to, to think of it that way. But I, at the end of the day, I just have trouble seeing Tito going, oh, yeah, no, no, definitely I just see myself under Stalin's shadow. Um, well, I mean, we all play the game, but Tito's, I, he's his own man, and I just have a hard time seeing him sucking up like that. So the question is, mm-hmm. was he just softballing them? Yeah. Or like like you do to me, you go, oh, Cameron, you're so great. I'm so sorry I fucked up. Please, you get down on your knees, you send photos of you on your knees, begging, crying, like uh, John Turturro in Miller's Crossing when Gabriel Burns takes him out to the forest right. to execute him. He's on his knees going, please, don't do it. Please, I have a family, have a family. please. <laughs> Don't I mean, do it, my kids, but I'll never do it again. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he lets him off, and yeah. and Tatura's like, "Yeah, fuck you, you fucking idiot! I'll fucking show you." As soon as his back's turned, right? right. Like you do that to me all the time. God, you think about this a lot, um, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking show you who's a midget. What? So the question is: Was Cardell's deliberately softballing them, or? Yeah. Was he betraying Tito here? Um, you know, did the Soviets succeed in driving a wedge into Tito's leadership team this early on um, by sort of dressing down Cardell and getting him to realise, yeah, Tito's out of line there. Fuck, I, I, I better, I better uh, stay good. With the Soviets, yeah. because Just we, we know, I mean, this is obviously post the Great Purge and post the purge of the previous Yugoslav Communist Party, mm-hmm. the Croatian Communist Party. We know that he knows that if Stalin thinks you're out of line, you're gone, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go into the, the long retirement, the long cold retirement <laughs> in Siberia. Um, you got time to play. So, yeah. Not really yeah. sure here if he's well, uh, jumping jumping ship or not. What do you think? Yeah, well, based on uh, my vast, vast reading, um, you really get the sense that as loyal <laughs> as these top three guys, they were called the triumvirate, the, the, the top three guys were to Tito, that he did respect them enough. I mean, did, as we're going to find out probably later on, they did make some decisions on their own. He did let them handle some stuff because he didn't consider himself a thinker. He thought of himself as a doer. So there was a, a bit of independence there. I would not be surprised if this guy is just trying to put out a fire, knowing that maybe Tito stepped over the line because that's just the way he talks. That's the way he thinks. That's the way he is. But uh, it could have been, look, I better save my own ass uh, in case they whack Tito. I can see that. But but at the end of the day, I can almost see this guy going, well, let me just deal with this. There's no reason to bring Tito into this and make a big deal about it. Let me just tell the Soviets what they want to hear. Try to calm stuff down. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what happened to Cardell's? Um, soon after this, or do you mean eventually? Because the answer either way is no. Well, eventually, you could probably take a guess and say he died. You, you've right. got a pretty good chance of being right. Right. This um, is a vampire. He was actually shot. At, he was shot and wounded in 1959 by Veselnov, 
um, su- supposedly they were out hunting right. boar and uh, Veselnov uh, accidentally shot Cardell's. Right. But, um, yes, there was. it was suggested at the time that it was an assassination attempt by uh, Rankovich. Right. Was it anyway, a was it a hunting trip? We'll get to that in his honor. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, Dick Cheney wasn't there I'll when it, it happened. Um, Shoot him in the face. But I think Dick Cheney right. got the idea oh, yeah. from that. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go hunting. <laughs> um, now there were other problems uh, with the Soviets inside Yugoslavia too. We mentioned in an earlier episode that they were being accused of hundreds of rapes of Yugoslav women and even murders right. of civilians and even a couple, even one partisan that I can think of, one girl who yes. took a message to one of the Soviet military missions there and he just raped her. Yes. They go, he said, well, look, in his defence, he said, uh, you know, in Mother Russia, right. uh, when girl bring message, we rape. That's uh, that's how it's done. It's this just, is how it's we It's obviously do. just a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Co- yeah we didn't understand. If, if right. I had listened... I have if to be honest. Known. If I'd known this was, if I'd known this was wrong, raping a woman who brings me a message, I I would never have done it. I have no. to tell you. Is that frowned upon? Okay, lesson learned. <laughs> in this lesson in this office. <laughs> um, and in I read a story in in autumn of nineteen forty five. A female clerk, a partisan clerk told the state security office that a Soviet colonel, a guy called Ivan Stepanov, part of the Soviet military mission in Yugoslavia, had tried to enlist her basically as a spy. (laughs) He told her that it was possible that there were secret anti-communists inside the new Yugoslav government. He said, look, for the moment, Tito's not under suspicion. For the moment. Right. Because uh, he's being a good communist, but who knows yep. where this will go? Things there change. might be others yeah. that are actually secret anti-communists in the administration. You can never be sure. And if you want to be a good communist, right. you need to take a broader view of what's good for communism. You need to enter the service of what he called the bigger and better tried organisation. <laughs> um, basically, work for us. Right. And uh, tell us if you're hearing yeah. it. Tell us if you, you see or hear anything weird. Yeah. And, uh, you That's know, we'll come and sort it out. Yeah. Now I'm going to rape and you. It, and uh, she went and told. Right. She, <laughs> yeah. Listen. Before I rape you. Uh, don't take this the wrong right. way. It's a compliment, really. <laughs> don't take this the wrong yeah. way. But, uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to be a good communist, right. I need to rape you right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, so obviously she 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 reported this back to the Ooh. Yugoslav government. Uh, you can imagine Shit. Tito's response to this. Um, yes. But you know he had I guess he had hoped that when the Russians finally knew who he was, right, uh, and what he was capable of, and what he was doing, and how he was building this new great communist state by himself with no help from fucking anyone right uh just with his balls uh they would give him their complete support you'd think they would be like 
Man, you, you're the fucking man, Tito. Yeah. Look, you just take all this money and all these weapons and all these like all these tank divisions. Boom. You're the man. Yeah. Uh, keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Don't let Trump. us get in the way. Love, Love it. it. Love what you're doing. Yeah. Keep it yeah. up. But Love I, it. I, I Love just don't it. See, I don't see Stalin working that way, and he's the one that decides at the end of the day. So, yeah. Yeah, They instead the Russians seem to be fighting him for control of yeah. the, 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 I don't know, the running of the new the Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, that's a problem, but he's got other problems he has to focus on, which yeah. we'll get to soon. Meanwhile, the British, for oh, their part... Fucking British. Uh, not very happy with their uh, former allies, uh, the partisans. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of the whole Trieste situation. They thought they had a deal... And Tito thought they had a deal and then no one was happy with the deal and they're all fighting for control. Meanwhile, the British are still trying to push through what was known as the Tito Sabajic or Sabajic Agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to apologise to all of our uh, yeah. uh, Slovenian listeners for my pronunciation of that. Do it the best we uh, can. Tito Subajic right. Agreement, um, which was a deal that the British have been trying to cook up between the partisans and the Yugoslav government in exile in London. A little bit like they were trying to push with Stalin for in Poland at the end of World War II. Right. They had the Polish government in exile. Uh, the, the, the communists were actually running Poland. Yeah. Uh, and the British are like, listen, can we get we a little got, bit of these guys, a little bit of this? Yeah, let's 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 like because because you know if you, you you may remember we actually got into the whole war because, <laughs> because of these uh, guys right, right and we kind of promised them that we would get them back into power and now, now listen I know Awkward. that yeah. we don't actually have any uh, any leverage? W- weight in this argument any leverage yeah. we got none but could you do us a solid Stalin we need an, a merger we need a merger can of you, the two guys yeah can you do a can you do a Stalin solid? Yeah. And Stalin was like, yeah, sure. And he took a dump and gave it to them <laughs> in a box. And they were like, that's, that's not really what we were hoping for. But uh, they're trying to pull the same thing here in Yugoslavia. They're like, listen, yeah. we know that the government in exile basically uh, ran away and right. lived safely in London, drinking, drinking Earl Grey tea, eating <laughs> scones with a little bit of marmalade. Uh, going to going to dances. Yeah. Um, all right. The Nazis the were Thames, bombing London for a little while, but right, apart right. from the Nazi, yeah. apart from the bombings, it was it was uh, fancy, very fancy life for them. While you right. have been getting shot at, and actually Tito shot. Right. Uh, your friends died. Your friends' wives died. Your friends' yeah. wives' dogs died. But could you just was, uh, help us out here and let, let them back. come? Yeah. yeah. The guys that, that ran a uh, you know, dictatorship of your country in the form of a monarchy for the last however many years, uh, could you just let them come back? Give, yeah. them, give them something. Yeah. Throw them a bone. Can you right. throw them a bone, Tito? Or a throne. Either bone or a throne. Uh, give them something. Now, uh, the Subajish in the Tito Subajish agreement is Ivan Subajish, Prime Minister of the Yugoslav government in exile and former governor of Croatia mm-hmm. in the Kingdom of Yugoslavia. Oh. Now, Tito, uh, like Stalin, 
was uh, one of these guys whose policy was say whatever you have to say to get the British to do what you want while you need them. And, you know, we'll sort out what actually happens <laughs> later Details. on. Once, Details. Once we're in power, yeah. it yeah. doesn't really matter what we said we were going to do. Yeah. So he had signed this agreement in 1944 when he was on the island of Viz, trying to keep the British on side, trying to keep them involved in helping him win. Right. But he never really had any intention of letting the government in exile come back. The treaty became obsolete after the elections that they actually ran in Yugoslavia because he did promise to have elections, and he did. Right. Kept his word, had elections in autumn of 1945. There were uh, four. Uh, there were there were sorry, five hundred and ten candidates wow. in the elections. Ray, um, how many of those right. do you think were members of the Communist Party? Oh, um, ten plus five hundred. <laughs> no, not quite. No, You're no? so cynical. You're so cynical, I'm Ray. I'm sorry. So I'll cynical. Work on it. I don't know when you became so bitter. Well, when I first met you, you oh, were Oh, I was young head in the clouds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tree hugger. Well, Footloose, dancing right, in the right. streets, naked, yeah. in the yeah. rain. Singing, I need a hero. You like pina along. coladas. I do like pina coladas in the rain. Yeah. Well, give, give, me, give me a response and then I'll tell you why I was cynical with my answer. Of the 510 candidates, only 470 of them okay. were Communist Party members. There were there were 40 yeah. um, who uh, weren't members of the party. They were sponsored by the communists, but not actually members of the party. Right. So, you know, there you go. There were some non-Communist Party yeah. people up for election. Surprisingly, yeah. uh, the communists won the elections. I am befuddled, befuddled yeah. by that. That's incredible. Let, let me quote you a sentence from Richard West's book, one of the sources we were using, and get your, get your uh, opinion on it. He writes, um, The Yugoslav communists brought in a one-party state with a fraudulent parliament. They imprisoned some of the bourgeois politicians and closed independent newspapers by thuggery, arson, or, or printing strikes. Um, so... That sentence by itself makes it sound like Tito just came in, cracked heads, you know, almost to the point of what Hitler's going to do in the 1930s to get power. But I, I think this is a very nuanced um, approach that Tito is taking because you and I have spoken about over and over again. He wants to bring Yugoslav together. He gets the nationalities problem. That's all that. So that, that makes sense to him. So to me, it seems he had one of two choices. Either you do not unite the country, or this is going to lead to civil war. It, it's Everybody just hates everybody. It's all personal. Everybody's got bad feelings about what happened during the war. If he doesn't do something, it doesn't matter who, when, why, how it starts. It's going to be civil war, and it's going to be ugly, and it's going to go on for a very long time. So did he cut corners? Did he break some maybe, I don't know what you want to call it, universal norms or laws to, to bring in the Communist Party? Probably, but I, I truly do believe that he was thinking about the larger issue, Yugoslavia itself, trying to bring it together and avoiding an ugly, ugly civil war. What do you yeah. Think? 
Well, read, read that sentence again. Okay. The Yugoslav communists brought in a one-party state with a fraudulent parliament. They imprisoned some of the bourgeois politicians and closed independent newspapers by thuggery or arson. Or by... Does tricks. that... Yeah. Does that strike you as a, a rather biased sentence? It's a one-sided point of view. Yeah. Fraudulent yeah. parliament and thuggery. Um, it seems to be, uh, you know, subjective opinions yeah. on this whole thing. I would love to get. I mean, it's a shame Richard West died a few years ago. I would have uh-huh. loved to have get him, uh, had him come on and to talk about this. I mean, obviously, a he was British, right? Um, so he he has a perspective on this. Although generally, like I was sort of shocked in these sections of his book when I was researching this that you know he, he has. I, I haven't known him so far to take a. Uh, Right. Sort of biased perspective on this, but I was like, "Oh, really? Thuggery? Okay." Well, I mean, listen, when 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 you've taken power by yeah. revolution, I don't care who you are, yeah. I don't care whether you're the uh, uh, "I'm not giving away my shot," "I'm not giving away my shot," <laughs> American founding fathers, or your uh, anyone, you, you're yeah. going to take control. Yes. You're going to take control of the media. You're going to take control of the uh, electoral system. Sure. Now, yes, look, in places like this that were taken over by communists or, uh, or socialists uh, after World War II, as we've gone to lengths to explain, the the the, um, the situation that these guys were facing after Yugoslavia had been so torn, yes. uh, not just during World War II, with divisiveness between Catholics versus the Orthodox uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, all of the, the, the long, long history oh, yes. of uh, divisiveness, racial and religious divisiveness in this country. In order to end all of that, you're going to have vested interests that don't want a unified Yugoslavia, that don't want a communist Yugoslavia or communists in power. So listen, yes, they're going to have to uh, come in with a firm hand in order to get everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. Is a one-state, a one sorry, a one-party election yeah. fraudulent? I don't know. It depends on your definition of democracy. I mean, democracy takes many different forms. Um, and I've said this before, like in the West, where we, we have multi-party democracies, it's easier for us to say a one-party democracy is fraudulent. Right. But that's just our definition of democracy. I mean, Athens had a different form of democracy to Rome. Rome had a different form of democracy to uh, the United States. The United States has a different form of democracy to Australia or the United Kingdom or Canada. Mm-hmm. Which, is the, which is the correct form of democracy? It's, you know, democracy is just yeah. the people getting to make some decisions. Um, is, uh, you know, a democracy that gives you Donald Trump as president a uh, functioning democracy? <clears throat> I, I, would su- I would suggest not. Right, right. Uh, I watched a recent interview with Noam Chomsky this morning talking about how the United States doesn't have a functioning democracy anymore. Yeah. Um, so, look, I, I think a one-party democracy is a form of democracy. It's saying, listen, you get to choose from this group of people. Yeah, you're um, still choice. Right? Yeah. yeah. By the way, we're the people that won the war and kicked out the Nazis That's and right. the Italians. So you're welcome. And, and the Eustacia. 
Um, so you you know you get to choose from us, and I and I kind of think that you know a large percentage of the people, based on what I've read, were were happy with what the communists had achieved. Obviously, there were lots of people who weren't happy. We'll talk about who left the country, right. but uh, you know a lot were happy as well. You know, you're never going to please anyone, particularly in this kind of a situation with this much turbulence, yes. this much uh, civil strife that had been going on for ever, really, thousand years, um, you're never going to get everyone yeah. on the same page. And again, uh, there's no reason why they couldn't have a thousand year civil war if things go get crazy again. But, but to add on to what you just said, everything is relative. Um, putting some people in jail, put, closing down some newspapers... Yeah, not bad, you know, whatever. But compare that to what the Eustachia was doing, forced conversions, mass killing. And I think we said on a couple of episodes ago, wiping out at least one village was completely wiped out. So, again, it's it's all relative. They're trying to form a government and you got, you know, you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. But that's certainly a hell of a lot better than mass murder. But they're not going to get any slack or understanding because they're communists. But but who you know what were the alternatives? So yeah, the communists is yeah. one particular political block. Right. Who do you have like, like the Catholics, the Eustacia? Fuck off! Why why are you going to let them have any power <laughs> no. whatsoever? No no. Then you've got maybe the people that supported the Chetniks who just wanted right. to bring back the king. Exactly. Like, you fuck get off. The king. Why, yeah. yeah. Which is the government in exile, by the way. Right. Mikhailovich was like the war minister for the government in exile. So why why the fuck would you let those guys come back and give you a monarchy again or try yeah. to bring back a monarchy? Who the fuck wants that? But as you say, you know, because they're communists, it's just oh well, it's fraudulent. No, well, it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. Anyway, they were the they were the only functioning Game people's right. party exactly in there that and didn't want to didn't want to bring fucking either in the Vatican and kill every kill every non Catholic right. or bring back the king. Yeah, and as we're gonna anyway, as fuck we're gonna Richard see uh, right, and as we're going to see a little later, they're going to actually implement some policies that are good for women, th- regardless of your uh, religion, that kind of stuff. And again, they're going to work on education and try to close close down some of the uh, religious schools, which are obviously breeding um, um, radicals. Uh, so again, they do they have a lot of good policies for the people as well. So after this election, uh, Subajish and the other sort of uh, government in exile mm-hmm. uh, officials that were had been appointed by the king resi- as the government in exile resigned in October yeah. 1945. And on, on the 29th of November 1945, the Federal People's Republic of Yugoslavia was declared. They had their first uh, session of the new constituent assembly on the same day nice and its first act was to abolish the monarchy and proclaim in its place a federal republic based on soviet lines Good for them. Uh, the the Federative People's Pub- Republic of Yugoslavia, composed of six federal republics, Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia, Bosnia, Macedonia, and Montenegro, mm. each would have its own government and each would have a certain measure of autonomy, but acting under the, the federal republic, kind of like in a Soviet-style um, situation. Right. Now, Macedonia, Ray. Yeah. Macedonia, Yugoslavia. I mean, we talked about this a little bit, I think, on our Alexander the Great series. When you think Macedonia, 
Do you think Yugoslavia? Hell no. I think Greece. I think Athens. I think Alexander the Great. Do not think Yugoslavia. Yeah. Right. So where's Uh, that connection coming from? (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Do we want to get into this? I mean, we're going to open up such a fucking barrel of monkeys if we get into this but uh you know basically basically right right there's been a lot of debate for people who didn't listen to our alexander the great series a lot of debate over the years about uh who gets to call themselves macedonia right um you know macedonia in alexander the great's time was uh you know a, a large territory eventually um yep. sort of northern greece uh bits of it may be in what is now known as uh Phyrom, the uh former yugoslav republic of macedonia mm. um so it sort of overlapped both sure. i think and when greece unified and said well we're greece right these people, well, well, fuck it, we'll, we'll take the Macedonia. If you're not using it, like, we'll take it. Yeah. Like, Macedonia, what a great name. Uh, we, a little, <laughs> little bit of it was yeah. probably in what is now Yugoslavia. Fuck it, we'll take it. And, for tourism. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just build statues of Alexander the Great everywhere. Say, Alexander the Great's from Macedonia. So he's obviously from here. He loved gambling. And, of course. Welcome to the casino. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and, pe- and people say, you know, and, and, and uh, your hardcore Alexander the Great fans are like, fuck you, he wasn't from this part <laughs> of Macedonia. And they're like, well, you know, you say yeah. Macedonia, I say Macedonia. I mean, it's just, it's you know, it's all the, it's all the same thing, really. So anyway, let's no, not get into that no, so much. Not. But that was, right. that, they were the six countries that were part of the Republic. Um, now... The thing with this is no one nationality, not the Serbs or the Croats or the Slovenes or the Montenegrins or the Macedonians, had any particular advantage over the others, at least in theory. Right. Um, No one country could lord it over the others, as had happened, as we've seen throughout their very long history. There was always one group trying to get it over the other group. And with the Federal Republic now, at least in theory, they all are equal. And there are going to be people who aren't happy about that. Yes. Luckily, they were all safely now in prison or dead. Uh, Tito (laughs) had a basic... Policy is like, listen, you are free to agree or disagree with what we're doing here. Yeah. You you know, it's your freedom under a democracy to disagree with what we're saying, uh, with what we're doing here. However, (laughs) there are limits to that freedom. There are Um, always limits. Yeah. uh, Welcome to the. But again, look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm being facetious there, but again, I think when you're thinking about these sorts of incredibly turbulent societies that have had concentration camps and yes, and oppression. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, priests <laughs> murdering people because they were of the wrong religion. Right. When you've had the level of civil strife that's gone on, not just for decades, but centuries in a country like this, yeah. in order to get a fresh start, uh, it makes sense. I'm not, look, I'm not justifying... 
mass imprisonment sure. or, or mass murder of people by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's horrible, and I you know I would rather it didn't happen. But I can understand if you are the leader of of such a country mm-hmm. at the at the beginning of a new age where you're trying to uh, bring uh, a group of disparate people together under one flag, under one name, yeah. that, like, like we've said this about, uh, I've said this about Stalin in the past, that people who don't, and particularly when you're coming from behind the eight ball as a country as well, economically, industrially, all these sorts of things, in order to get up to, uh, and you've just been invaded uh, by right. fascists from Germany and from Italy, and you're, you're worried about invasions from the West as well because you're communists, um, you, you, you've got to uh, take some harsh measures to pull the country together quickly and get it on the, get it on the train, right. the train to progress and, and uh, development quickly. And it's kind of a, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, realpolitik, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, decision. We've got to cover the that, basics. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've got, we've got, I don't know what the population was at this stage, but let, let's say it was uh, 30 million people. We've got 30 million people. We need mm-hmm. to feed them. Yeah. We need to get them productive. We need to, we need to arm up. We need to get an army because we could be invaded again. Like, people didn't know that this was the end of World War II, for, you know. For reals. You, you, yeah. For reals, yeah. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. You don't know if the British and the Americans are going to invade, you know, if they're going to rearm the Germans. Uh, no one knew then what was coming next. So, fuck it, he could have even been invaded by the Russians, the Soviets, the way things were going with his relationship with Stalin. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get your shit together quickly and you're like, okay, I got I got thirty million people. I got to be uh, I got to take care of now. Um, listen, if I need to put five hundred thousand of those in jail in order to save the other twenty nine and a half million, fair enough. Let's do it. Let's yeah. let's go. Doesn't matter, right? It's yeah. uh, it's the trolley problem, as I've talked about before. Okay, yeah. if 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 you need to if you need to put one person in jail to save the lives of the other nine or the other ninety nine. Then uh, you do it. Actually, the population in 1991 was 23 million. Oh, okay. Just looked, just yeah. looked it up. So I don't know what the population would have been. Probably I don't know, 15, 15 million. Right. Who I the fuck 15, knows? Yeah. But if I could just add on to that, so you've got you've got these say 15 million people. Some of them don't like you. So not only do you have to do a good job to bring your country together, um, to be able to ward off starvation, also to be able to ward off an invasion, but you've also got to win some of those people over. They might not like you because you're a communist, but if you can run a good state and they can get a good job and take care of their family, you would be surprised how how far that will go with a lot of people. But getting back to the larger issue that you were talking about a second ago, I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of international tension, and it's not just over Poland, it's not just over uh, Stalin and the West. You know, we've talked about the Berlin airlift, we've talked about the Greek Civil War, which we'll probably talk about at some point. Uh, There's also the communist takeover of Czechoslovakia. So there's over the next two or three years after the war ends, there's going to be a lot of drama. And Tito is trying so hard. In fact, I think he's doing better than most going, yeah, yeah, I get all that. Fuck all that shit. I'm trying to focus on what's here now with my country and I will do whatever it takes to make this work. Finally, we have a chance of coming together and not killing each other on a regular basis. Now, as for Trieste, 
Uh-huh. After the 15th of September, 1947, because we remember we talked about how they sort of did a, a half-assed peace deal. Right. Uh, uh, in 1947, the UN broke it into two areas. Mm. There was the Allied half that was controlled by a military government composed of BET4, the British Element Trieste Forces, Right. And uh, trust the oh. Trieste United States troops. Good trust name. me. Barry and Stan. I'm American. Yeah. That was Pe- their tagline. Freedom loving Trust people. me, I'm American. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom for all freedom loving <laughs> freedom peoples, Ray. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, while I think of it. Yeah. <laughs> while I think, yeah. While I think of it, I, we got a message. Uh, over the weekend from a lovely couple in their 70s oh, wow. uh, here in Australia whose uh, name I'm trying to dig up out of my inbox. Yeah. Um, Why you're talking very slowly, right? right? Yeah, I talk slowly <laughs> while I'm looking click, up click, stuff. Cecily, yeah. Cecily and Lester. Oh, nice name. Listen to this. This Listen to this. Uh, I don't know why I thought of this all of a sudden, but this, uh, Cecily, Lester, they wrote, uh, just wanted to, they're age 17, not in their 70s, 17. Oh, different, different. Don't want to make them older than that. <laughs> just wanted to let you know that in an emergency flight, as in fleeing in a car from Burke, New South Wales to Newcastle last week because we were sick and wanted to get home, we listened nonstop to Cold War podcasts, 10 hours. Oh, my God. We went through Tito, fascist Jews, wet babies, Catholic, Fascists, brilliant. <laughs> Cecily and Lester, um, I said, uh, I fear for your sanity. And she yeah. said, no, it was great. So <laughs> shout out to uh, Cecily and Lester. Probably our Thank oldest you. listeners maybe to this show. I don't know. If anyone's older than 70 listening to this show, let us know. Please. We want you on the show because you went through the Cold War. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, so the, the Allied section was taken over by the British and the Americans. Um, the Morgan Line, uh, as I said earlier. Now, today, almost all of the Morgan Line is completely in Slovenian territory. Speaking of which, I want right. to give a shout-out to some of our new Slovenian subscribers. Oh, cool. Uh, say hi to Lovro and Itzak. Hi. How are you? <laughs> they must be hating how we're butchering pronunciations. Lovro we, we told aren't. me that his they're uh, university students. Oh, okay. um, well, at least they claim to be to get a yeah. free subscription. So <laughs> probably just photoshopped some student IDs. But Lovro, uh, they're going to come on the show. I've invited them on the show. They're both coming on oh, uh, cool. at some point, like in a month or so, I'm going to get them on to have a chat. Lovro told me his grandfather still has a photo of Tito on his wall. Of course he does. And talks about how much better things were in the old days mm, when the communists were running things. Itzak told me, my grandpa is not a fan, but when I asked my father about him, his response is, at least we meant something back there that changed after <laughs> Yugoslavia fell yeah. apart. So very excited to have uh, some Slovenian, uh, former Yugoslav country listeners to the show. Um, Hopefully we're not butchering things too much, but looking forward to having those guys on. That should be fun. Yes. 
So, yes, over the next three years, as you said, a lot of other stuff was going on. Berlin airlift, the Greek Civil War, the communist takeover of Czechoslovakia. And the West started to see Tito as the great Satan, second (laughs) only to Stalin himself. (laughs) I'm sorry, but America has that term trademarked per the Middle Eastern countries. So... But I'll let you use it this one time. The Western media referred to Yugoslavia as Soviet satellite number one. But if you're going to do it, be uh, number one. Yeah. Now, in 1946, Tito's Air Force even shot down two U.S. military planes that had flown over Yugoslavian airspace. Five Damn. U.S. airmen were killed. On the second of these uh, instances, the New York Daily News called for an atom bomb to be dropped on Belgrade. (laughs) Well, that's how I solve my problems. Overreaction much? A-bomb it. You shot down two of our planes, and you just said a second ago, where were they? They were over Yugoslavian airspace. Tito, again, again, this guy is defying the odds. He's been standing up to Stalin, giving some attitude. He's standing up to the British, and now he's standing up to the Americans. And as we're going to find out later, the British military is, is, especially in this part of the world, is completely wrecked. The men are exhausted. They just want to go home. Uh, I'm not sure the Americans in this area are doing much better. But Tito, and we have, and you know, we've kind of said this over and over. But now that he's got his chance to have his government, he and those who are true believers with him, they are working on everything. They're working on policies. They're working on economics. They're working on education. They're work, working on women's rights. And at the same time, they're very keen to defend their borders. So they're trying to do literally everything at once, all at the same time. Do it all now. And a part of that is making sure that no one encroaches upon their territory, including the powerful Americans. The Americans uh, claimed it was a mistake. Oops, sorry. Twice? Oh, yeah, twice. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, look, airspace. Like, who can keep track of airspace, man? It's not like there's a wall. Right. Yeah, it's not like there's a wall in the sky. We're just flying around, having a good time. That's following some birds. Maverick Maverick was just buzzing the tower, and he he didn't realise the tower was on the border. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, Michael Ironside died last week. I saw that. Um, Loved him. Oh, man. That me face, too. Loved character. him. Oh, my God. The gravitas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jester yeah. in fucking Top Gun, man. Like, yeah. uh, he, he was one of those guys in the 80s that if you, if you, you saw in, in the. Yeah. If, if a film was coming out. <laughs> And uh, Michael Ironside was in it. I'm you there. were like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching that. that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 270, 270 yeah. films oh my he God. made in his uh, oh career. Let's, let's go to IMDb. We'll scroll back to the 70s and the 80s. Uh, he was in an episode of The Littlest Hobo. Like, <laughs> So there you go. That's all you need to know. That's where we like, got start. <laughs> fucking I'm love that show, The Littlest yeah, Hobo. I don't remember. Oh. That. Let's let's uh, let's see. <laughs> what was that show? If we about? can get the theme song. Oh my the god! Littlest hobo. As opposed to what was it about? Are you seriously asking me? It's a little. It's about a little hobo, or is that? It's code? about a dog. It I was don't... a dog, oh. played by a dog called London, that was like the hobo. Oh. There's a boss that keeps on calling me. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. 
That doesn't bring so, a tear to your eye. <laughs> so it sounds like he's not so much a hobo as just a free spirit. I mean, it sounds like he's not <laughs> suffering. Same thing. Okay. Uh, so it's, that, a, it's basically think, 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 Lassie, but right. it's more like a German shepherd. But la- but but goes from town to town, just like helping people, helping people out, Aww. solving crimes. Where's Jimmy? Is Jimmy just, in the well? Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you never watched that. No. Who were you? No, I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. the comment sections of YouTube where I got the theme song. Somebody writes, 44 years old and still choke up when I hear this theme song." <laughs> 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 Me too, my oh. friend. Me too. Oh god. Oh, one of the most nostalgic and memorable songs of our childhood. God, they just don't make them like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know why every time I listen to this lovely song, I cry. Aww, yeah. That's sweet. Somebody else, I remember this show. I was bullied as a kid, and I swear I would imagine meeting this dog and playing with him. When me and my strange mind played imaginative games, I'd always pretend I was with him, who was wow. played by my German Shepherd stuffed toy. That's getting deep. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Did you write that, Cam? You bullied? No, but no. <laughs> I was bullied. But then I, I learned. I took the other path, Ray. I learned karate and just uh, kicked people's ass. There you so go. you know, good for you. Here's some of the movies Michael Ironside was in: Scanners, oh, 1981, yeah. classic. He was in an episode of the A Team, Hill Street Blues. Oh yeah. Uh, v, the final battle. Uh, That's right. Remember the TV the most. series yeah. V. Yeah. Uh, where the aliens came to Earth and disguised themselves as humans. Hot humans. Uh, obviously, Top Gun is Jester. Extreme Prejudice. Uh, mm. Prom Night 2, uh, you know. Uh, Watches. Mind Field. Total Recall. Oh, Highlander right. 2, The Quickening. <laughs> uh, payback. Deadly Surveillance. Chain Dance. Cafe Rem- Like... Check this out. In 1991, he was in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films God. in 1991 alone. See, eight films, Ray. Hardest working man in show business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't sleep in 1991. Oh. I was just coked oh. up. Oh. Oh. But normally, oh, he was it. Yeah. He was in Free Willy. Oh. Oh, come on. Free Willy. Shout out Fatherhood. <laughs> Fortunes of War. The what? next Karate Kid, oh, like sure. the, the greatest of all the Karate Kid right. movies. Uh, <laughs> who played the Karate Kid? Hillary Swank. That was the Hillary Swank one. Oh. Um, Red Scorpion 2. He was in a lot of sequels. Yeah. He was your sequels guy. He's when a you, actor <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Like, well, no, no, no. See, the thing was, right. if you're a producer and you, 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 had a, you had a movie and it was a big hit, Right. In the 80s or the 90s. And you're like, okay, well, we need to cash in on this. We're going to do a sequel. Can yeah. we get the the original lead cast back? Nah, no. they're not coming back. <laughs> they've seen the script. The script's shit. Well, how are we going to get people to come and see this thing? I know. Uh, you know, Michael Ironside. <laughs> Ta-da! Just, get casting yeah. on the phone. Right. He, right. His phone would ring. The way he would answer it is just, this is Michael Ironside. <laughs> what, which, which sequel? What movie are we doing a sequel to? 
<laughs> that's uh, Karate Kid Four, Michael. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, there. I'm in. I'm yeah, there. fuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just put the money in the bank. <laughs> he was in Starship Troopers. I love that movie. Oh, I loved love him in Starship movie. Troopers. Yes. fucking great movie. <laughs> uh, the Amiga Code. Oh yeah. Oh, just it goes on and on and on and on and Mindstorm. Like just the titles of the movies he yeah. was in. You just want to watch them. Badass. You know, Dead Awake. Dead Awake. Extreme Honor. Um, <laughs> and right. And and he did the voice of Sam Fisher in the original Splinter Cell video game, two thousand and two. Oh, wow. Which was? Do you ever play that? Do you know Splinter Cell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Greatest fucking game. My boys and I used to play it all the time. For people who don't know Splinter Cell, you were like a a black ops guy, um, but you had to, unlike most video games where you run around and shoot people, the objective of Splinter Cell was to sneak into a building that was full of security guards, get the object that you're supposed to get and get the fuck out without getting seen. Yeah, And if you got seen, you had to, to, like, quickly sneak up on somebody cut their throat, but then you had sure. to drag the body somewhere and hide it in the dark it's so it wouldn't work. be seen. And if it got right. seen by one of the other AI security guards, sirens would go off, you, you, you were dead, you lost the game. It was fucking brilliant. He did right. the voice for that. Nice. Uh, but then they fired him, I don't know, in the sequels. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, just, oh, I, you know, fucking so many warm and fuzzy feelings there for Michael Ironside, <laughs> man. And <laughs> yeah. Passed away. Thank you for your service, Michael Ironside. Yes. Uh, just was, just I, the greatest. I think he was holding out for Jaws 9. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I, think, <laughs> I think he was geared up for that one. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. We need to do – I'm not satisfied. We need to do a Michael Ironside uh, – <laughs> Tribute. What's, what's – what's, uh, just, just com – Montage. You know, com, what do you – Montage. Yeah. Yeah. I need, a, I need a Michael Ironside montage. I'm sure there's one on uh, – there's got to be looking, one on YouTube. I'm look, here we, yeah, here we go. Starship Troopers. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. If you don't do your job, I'll shoot you. You get me. We get you, sir! Welcome to the Roughnecks. <laughs> Ooh, that was four rules, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, now it's just clips. No more talking. Okay. Oh, well. Shame. Oh, Michael Ironside. And the name. Was that his real name? <laughs> Can't be. I hope so. Because I'm, I'm really hard bottom. But- so... Yeah, it was. Well, actually, it wasn't his real name. His real name was Frederick Reginald Ironside. (laughs) Either Uh, way, badass. He's Canadian. There you go. I didn't know that. Canadian. Born in Toronto. Tough Canadian. His father's name was Bob. Bob Ironside. Bob, Bob, yeah. Seriously, I kind of want to change my name to Cameron Ironside. (laughs) I mean, seriously? (laughs) You just got to work on your steely gaze. Yeah. I need to smoke a lot more right. cigars to it's, get my voice down. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a worthy yeah. cause, my friend. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. where were we? I fuck. Have no idea. Yes, uh, Tito apologised for shooting Michael Ironside. No, I mean for shooting <laughs> down these two American airplanes. Um, anyway, we'll get more to that in more more about that in later episodes. Yeah. Um, so as soon as the war's over, Tito has to quickly try and industrialise the country. Like Stalin, as I said, he's worried that. There could be more invasions any day now. Yeah. More they could be coming from anywhere. The west, the west, the east, aliens, north, south, right? Yeah, aliens. Michael Ironside, <laughs> Starship Troopers. You don't know what's coming. <laughs> could be Maverick. That's yeah. how I got onto it. Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Oh, Maverick. That's, how, that's yeah. buzzing the tower with Jester. <laughs> God damn it, Maverick! You're a Maverick. This is a good name. Glad we called you Maverick because you are a Maverick. Still, you're pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. Your dad. It's all about your dad, Maverick. Your yeah. dad was a good, damn good pilot. Yeah. You're a damn good pilot too, Maverick, but yeah. you're just such a Maverick. Maverick. Your ego. I wish you had right. a different call sign. Right. So I didn't have to say that twice every <laughs> time we have this fucking conversation. <laughs> Maverick, in my office now! What is, it? what is it? What is that line? Your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash, son. <laughs> or some shit like that. I try to remember. <laughs> oh! Turning me on. Oh, that. God damn it. Anyway. I feel sorry for kids who didn't grow up in the 80s. They missed it. And it won't be the same. You can't go back. Yeah. You know who the other one is for me? The other guy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, everyone. But I'm on a thing now. Uh, And he's still alive. Right. My other favorite actor in the 80s. You always knew it was going to be good. Was was uh, uh, Michael Ironside was one. Lewis Gossett Jr. was yes. the other one. Whenever yes. Lewis Gossett Jr. was in something, you're like, "Fuck yes!" Yeah, I love his Sign voice. Sign me up yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm watching this. If Lewis, I don't <laughs> care what the film. I don't care how low the budget is. Doesn't matter. I don't care how hastily thrown together <laughs> the script is. If Lewis Gossett Jr. is in it, and if you had him and Michael Ironside together. Uh. Oh. Just too much testosterone for any <laughs> yeah. any one film. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, their love trial was Woo! Batman. Yeah, uh, Batman. Well, that's it. That was the Lewis Gossett Jr. Michael Ironside <laughs> episode. Uh, we'll be Tito back. Sprinkled in, right? We'll be back next week with tributes to other eighty eighties <laughs> actors. We should just give up on the history show and just do. I'm there. You know, move yeah, eighties eighties character actor uh, <laughs> tributes. All right. An iron curtain has descended across the continent.